29 of Chavtet of Tzadik, his conversations, 543. When he spoke about trying to bring people closer to God, he made light of those who only try to work with simple people, the poor and needy, the ignorant, and so on. The main effort should go into working with people of influence. Such people are very hard to bring closer, and if one succeeds with them, it is a great merit for him. To bring these great souls closer to God is a major achievement. The simple, ordinary people will then automatically follow, for they are inevitably influenced by those on a higher level than themselves who have found their way to the truth, to God. I asked him who is considered on a higher level. He answered impatiently, as if I had asked something very obvious. Whoever is more learned is more important. Whoever is wealthier is more important. Whoever has a better lineage is more important. The implication was that anyone who is distinguished, whether by his own wealth, his learning, or lineage, surely has a greater, higher soul, and likewise a stronger Yetzer Hara. He also has a larger number of souls under him. This is why the main effort should go into working with the leaders of the younger generation in a given place the children of the wealthy, and those with a high caliber in learning. Then, the simple people will automatically come closer to God. The Rebbe himself would not try to work with old people, only with the young. See the Alphabet book, Teshuvah, B4. It is easier to get the young to return to God than the old. One old man told me that once, when he was with the Rebbe for Shavuot in Zaslav, he said to him, Rebbe, Bring me closer to you. The Rebbe answered him, I cannot bring old people closer. Then the Rebbe smiled and said, Tell me, is it really true that I can't? Of course I can bring old people closer as well. Even so, this old man was never as strongly attached to the Rebbe as the young people. See Likutei Mohoran 1, 206, on the difference between those of tender years and the old. We have seen and heard about several cases showing the difficulties of bringing old people Rabbi closer. Rabbi wisdom, his wisdom, 261. Skepticism causes these benefits and blessings to be taken by the klipot. It is written, the wicked walk round about, Psalms 12.9. This is the klipa of skepticism that surrounds the holy fruit of faith. When this skepticism enters the mind, faith is blemished. These klipot then take the blessings and benefits. Doubts can engulf a man and confuse his faith. The root of this skepticism is pride. The Talmud teaches that God says to the proud man, You and I cannot abide together. Sota 5a When pride causes a departure of God's presence, skepticism has a place to enter. The doubts are an eclipse of God's presence. To avoid pride, you must open your eyes. If you compare your own lowly state to God's lofty greatness, you will never be proud or skeptical. The door to this comprehension is Shabbat. You must greet Shabbat with great honor and proper sanctity. Shabbat is an eye. Through it, you can see your own lowliness and God's loftiness. Shabbat is Shin Bat. The Hebrew letter Shin has three heads, the three colors of the eye. Bat means daughter the bat-ayin, pupil of the eye. Through the eye of Shabbat, you can see your own lowliness. Likutei Moharan 1, 79. When you keep Shabbat, you are rescued from pride and are worthy of faith. 
Thus we are taught, he who keeps Shabbat according to its laws, though he may worship idols like the generation of Enosh, his sins are forgiven. Shabbat 118b Keeping Shabbat annihilates the idolatry of skepticism and makes one worthy of truth-fed book. A Ritual Slaughterer B. 2. When a ritual slaughterer fulfills the commandment to honor one's father, God protects him from inadvertently distributing non-kosher meat. The inverse is also the case, as transgressing this commandment leads to his inadvertently distributing non-kosher meat. 3. Wicked slaughterers who distribute non-kosher meat bring about an increase of theft in the world. 4. When those with clear vision look at the knives used by ritual slaughterers, they can see the vessels of the holy temple. 5. A person who suddenly loses his ability to speak should have a knife fit for ritual slaughtering passed over his Kitzur mouth. Likutei Moharan 2, Lesson number 29. 1. When a question arises in a person's home concerning the unintentional mixing of a forbidden food with permitted food, and there is not a sufficient proportion of the permitted food in the mixture to render the forbidden portion of it negligible, thus making the mixture permitted for consumption, this shows him that he blemished in a spiritual unification in the upper worlds. Lesson number 30. 1. There exist original Torah teachings that are generated through tears, for it is necessary to cry before originating Torah ideas, as explained in Lakutei Moharan 1, 262. Then, when a new book comes into the world, those tears from which the new book was made stand up against the decrees of the nations against the Jewish people, and they nullify them. Lesson number 31. 1. Through melody, it is possible to recognize if a person has accepted upon himself the yoke of Torah. Lesson number 32. 1. Every Jew, commensurate with his purity and holiness, possesses an aspect of Mashiach. A person must guard himself with the utmost care, so that his aspect of Mashiach should not become spoiled. The main way of doing this is to guard himself from sexual immorality. He should also guard himself assiduously from even the slightest whiff of this sin, since it taints a person's aspect of Mashiach. 2. The spirit of Mashiach becomes a spirit of jealous anger, and it then goes and vents this anger in every place where the blemish of sexual immorality exists. Even in a place where there is not actual sexual immorality, but only some minor, minor flaw in this respect, here too this spirit vents its anger. For given the enormity of the holiness and purity of Mashiach, his spirit cannot tolerate even a slight blemish in this area, and it vents its anger zealously against it. May God save us. 3. When a couple, meaning a man and a woman, are upright without any trace of imperfection, and their coupling is with great purity and holiness, then their coupling causes a lofty spiritual unification, and their coupling is something very Rabbi precious in stories. The Thief The king became very angry. Why are you asking me such a simple question, he said. It obviously should go to the poor man, since it is because of his destiny that the theft was successful. Now you'd better tell me a story. The poor man told him a story, and the king fell asleep. 
They then carried the bed back to its original room. In the morning it was discovered that the king's royal garments had been stolen. The king remembered that the one reclining near him had asked who should get the larger garment. The regular storyteller was therefore beaten, but he said that he knew, he knew nothing about it. They beat and tortured him very much, but he kept on insisting that he did not know anything about the theft. The king sent for the archbishop to ask him about these strange happenings, and if it was possible that the storyteller really was not the thief. The archbishop said that it was possible that he was ignorant of the crime. He also said that the king was foolish to say that the larger garment belonged to the poor man. The king became very angry with the archbishop and wanted to punish him, but he could do letters. Year 1. Letter number 212. No matter what, God forbid, God forbid that this matter you wrote me about should get you down. It certainly is necessary to cry out to God over our having come into deep waters such as these. But God forbid that a person should allow himself to become excessively frightened by it. Anxiety and depression are more harmful than anything. God forbid, God forbid. This is especially true since we, thank God, have someone to lean on who can rectify everything. How exuberantly you can rejoice that you merited to be there on Rosh Hashanah and to be at the Rebbe's holy gravesite. It is unnecessary to go on about this right now. Fortify yourself and be strong, my son. Bring yourself to joy using all the things that you know. Do not think about this matter either beforehand or afterwards. For God is very great and his greatness is unfathomable. There is a phenomenon whereby everything is turned into good. Thank God. He helped me this past Hanukkah, Shabbat Hanukkah in particular, and through his kindness I spoke words of Torah and had holy, awesome conversations that really gave life to the people who heard them. You may hear a few of them from the deliverer of this letter, Rav Nachman of Tulchin. In particular, there was what I said about the verse, You desired absolute truth. Teach me the wisdom which is hidden. See Likutei Halachot, Ribit 5.26 you need what I said very much right now, for the primary cause of your downheartedness and sadness is too much truth. You know the truth about how far away you are and about how much wrong you have done. But since this truth wants to distance or discourage you, God forbid, you have to throw it away. It is impossible to explain all this now. The page is too short and there is not enough time. You can hear it from the carrier of this letter. How terribly I missed you when you were not among us this past Shabbat Hanukkah. My consolation is that you were here for the Shabbat before Hanukkah. In my opinion, you had a large share in our Shabbat Hanukkah because the Shabbat that you were here before Hanukkah did much to prepare the ground for Shabbat Hanukkah. I cannot explain the whole thing, though. I do not have time to write any more because it is almost the time for the morning Shema. May God bestow his loving kindness by day on me and on you, that you may merit to fortify yourself in serving God wherever you are and in everything that you go through. What each person must endure is indescribable. The main thing is to fortify yourself and keep going. Thank God we have plenty to fortify ourselves with all the time. The words of your father who was praying for you. Letters, year 2, letter number 463. With thanks to God, Tuesday, Erev Rosh Chodesh Menachem Av, 5604. 
peace and life to my beloved learned son, Reb David Tzvi. May his light shine. I heard yesterday that you are not feeling well, and I have great pain and anguish over this. Even without this, I feel enormously sorry for you, my dear son, and particularly so now, my dear son and friend, how my heart goes out to you. But I hope to God that he will soon save you, for he will not forsake you forever. Without a doubt, you too, my son, are also God's handiwork, about which it's, it is said, Psalms 145.9, His compassion is upon all His handiwork. He will not deal with us according to our sins, because His compassion is very great indeed. Just fortify yourself, my son, and really be strong. Remove anger from your heart. Hope to God and He will save you. I ask you, my dear son, to please carry out my words as I have frequently discussed with you. I think about your well-being a great deal, and I hope to God that He will soon save you. Be sure to write me a letter at once. Send it to your brother, Rabbi Yitzchak, may his light shine, in Tulchin, and it will reach me from there. I look forward to seeing a letter from you soon in Shirin, where I plan to go, God willing, for Shabbat Nachamu. I am extremely busy with the holy building, and I have no time to continue at all. The words of your father who prays for you and awaits your salvation. Shemot Hatzadikin of Breslov. Rabbi Yaakov Ish Kfar Nevuria. Rabbi Yaakov Barzavdi. Rabbi Yaakov Bar Tachlifa, Rabbi Yaakov Me'efratim, Rabbi Yaakov Hadaiva, Rabbi Yaakov Berabiyanai, Rabbi Yaakov Minahar Pakod, Rabbi Yaakov Deromaa, Rabbi Yaakov Armania, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Avina, Rabbi Yaakov Berabi Bun, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Chama, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Yafliti, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Asi, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Yossi, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Dasei, Rabbi Yaakov Ben Dosa, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Sisi, Rabbi Yaakov Amsunya, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Yochai, Rabbi Yaakov Gerusa, Rabbi Yaakov de Kisrin, Rabbi Yaakov Bar Imi, Yaakov Karcha, Yaakov Ben Yitzchak Mibit Gufnin, Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak Ben Tavla, Rabbi Yitzchak Napacha, Rabbi Yitzchak Chakula, Rabbi Yitzchak ben Elazar, Rabbi Yitzchak bar Acha Dishmaita, Rabbi Yitzchak ben Pinchas de Agarata, Rabbi Yitzchak ben Eli, Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak Rabba, Rabbi Yitzchak de Bey bar Ami, Yitzchak de Bey Rabbi Yanai, Rabbi Yitzchak bar Avdimi, there were two, Rabbi Yitzchak bar Avada, Rabbi Yitzchak bar Shmuel bar Marta, Rabbi Yitzchak Avuha de Rav Shmuel, Rabbi Yitzchak bar Ashi, Rav Yitzchak bar Yonatan, Rav Yitzchak bar Abba bar Machseya, Rav Yitzchak bar Yosef, Rav Yitzchak bar Yosei, Rav Yitzchak Ishkfar Ako, Rav Yitzchak Devaha, Rav Yitzchak Paskaa, Rav Yitzchak Kaskasaa, Rav Yitzchak bar Yaakov bar Giori, Rav Yitzchak Ishkfar Itush, Rav Yitzchak ben Eliashiv, Rav Yitzchak Magdalaa, Rav Yitzchak bar Mari. Rabbi Yitzchak bar Marion, Rav Yitzchak bar Urien, Rabbi Yitzchak bar Nachmani or bar Nachman, Rabbi Yitzchak bar Menachem, Rabbi Yitzchak bar Chaluv, Rabbi Yitzchak bar Ami, Rabbi Yitzchak bar Abba, Rabbi Yitzchak bar Idi, Rabbi Yitzchak bar Eder, Rabbi Chia Ketuva, Rabbi Yitzchak's prayers two, prayer number thirty-nine on the Kutei Maharan two seventy-eight, Master of the world. 
Have compassion on us for the sake of your name. Help us meditate on the words of your Torah day and night. May I engage in much Torah learning with great constancy, with holiness and purity, truly for the sake of your great name. Open my heart when I learn your Torah so that I will understand and comprehend the depth, pleasantness, and sweetness of your holy, pure, and perfect Torah. Guide me and teach me constantly so that I will always truly know when to abstain from learning Torah in order to later dedicate myself to it even more fully. May I learn Torah day and night with great diligence. May I know and determine the amount of time necessary to set it aside so that everything will be proper in its season and in its time. It is revealed and known to you, Master of all, you who give the Torah, that we are flesh and blood and carved out of clay, and we must necessarily set aside a little time from learning the Torah. We need time to eat, drink, and sleep in order to maintain our body, earn a living, and engage in other bodily needs. Sometimes we need to set aside learning to keep our mind sharp, lest it become confused by an overabundance of study. In truth, in accordance with the intense holiness of the sweet pleasantness of your holy Torah, it would certainly be fitting for us never to set aside Torah learning even for a moment, because it is our life and the length of our days. And how is it possible to separate oneself from true life for even a single moment? But you have revealed to us that it is totally impossible to exist in this world without setting aside Torah at all, because at times we must do so in order to attend to bodily needs. The Wondrous Simple Ways of the Tzaddikim Therefore, in your vast compassion, have compassion on us and help us come close to true tzaddikim who maintain the entire world with their Torah, their holiness, and their simple wondrous ways. In their might and merit, may we draw unto ourselves holiness, life, and goodness at all times from the treasury of unearned gifts that stands open before them. With this, they revive themselves when they are not learning Torah, and they revive all of the simple people in the world. These simple people are Torah scholars at the time that they are not engaged in Torah, common people and ignoramuses, including those on the lowest level of Sha'ol and below. May the Compassionate One protect us. And even the nations of the world. In their wondrous ways, the tzaddikim revive all of these people when, on occasion, they make themselves like completely simple people. They draw down life and good abundance from the level of the world as it existed before the Torah was given. At that time, the world existed on the basis of undeserved kindness via the hidden Torah, which is the way to conquer the land of Israel. Please, Hashem, filled with compassion, help us come close to and always be connected to these awesome tzaddikim who have the power to revive all people of the world, even when they are far from the Torah, each in his own way. You, who are filled with compassion, You know that at present we possess ability, life, and existence only due to the might and merit of these holy, awesome tzaddikim. Help us come close to them, fulfill their words, and truly walk on their path, acting in the ways of simplicity and innocence, with truth and complete faith, without any worldly cleverness at all. The Hidden Ten Commandments May I always revive myself and gladden my soul by means of faith alone, which is the foundation and essence of everything. May I always know and believe that you created your world with ten statements, in which the ten commandments which encapsulate the totality of our holy Torah are hidden. 
All things and objects, all crafts, enterprises and business, all thoughts, speech and deeds contain the ten statements with which they were all created. These ten statements conceal the ten commandments, which encapsulate the totality of the Torah. In this way, may I always connect myself to and cling to Hashem and to the Torah at every moment, in a truly simple and wholehearted way, even when I am forced to stop learning Torah. Strengthen and bolster my heart so that nothing in the world will be able to cast it down. May the evil one and the side of evil not be able to weaken my mind in any way. May I always know and understand with complete strong faith that there is no despair in the world at all, however things may be, because your compassion never ceases. You test a person at every moment. You bring about wondrous circumstances and chains of events for every individual, desiring that he will strengthen his connection to you at all times, no matter what that individual is like. No good desire is ever lost. A person's every movement to elevate himself and come close to you from wherever he is, and to strengthen himself, aided by your helpful compassion and kindness, to hope at every moment to come close to you, is extremely precious and beloved in your eyes. By means of your holy true tzaddikim, who hold on to us and strengthen our hands at every moment and proclaim that there is no despair in the world at all, you reveal to us a wondrous light coming from your extraordinarily vast and intense kindness.